I'll never forget walking into the sales meeting room on August 26th, 2000. It's about 7, 7.05 in the morning, typical Saturday morning. Saturday, by the way, at this time is the busiest sales day of the week, and it happened to be towards the end of the month. And this was the time of the month when the general sales manager would always come in and do his rallying cry, call, pitch, motivation session, cuss us out session, tell us how lousy we were for being terrible salespeople, et cetera, et cetera. And it was just that morning that I was like, here we go again. Anyway, the meeting proceeded with its typical level of profanities because that's how they talk to you in the car business. I was in the car business for a short window of time. Couldn't have been short enough but I did take some lessons from it. But we go out to the lot and our assignment before we go out and sell cars for the day to work 12 to 15 hours that day because they needed to reach their goals, we had to put balloons on the cars. This was a regular Saturday ritual. You've been by a car lot on a Saturday, I'm sure, and you've seen balloons flying around. Well, they don't have a balloon committee and they don't have a party event planning team. No, no, no. During those days, it was us, the salespeople. So while we're the ones driving revenue, we also had to do the party planning as well. We had to go make the lot look good and put the balloons on the windshield and all that stuff. And I don't remember the exact time in the morning, but I'd already made the decision, but I hadn't taken the step. And I said to Felix, I said, listen, man, I'm out of here. He was like, what are you talking about? I said, yeah, I'm out of here today. I'm not going to finish today. And he was like, dude, you must be out of your mind you are crazy to leave this job. And I'm like, listen, man, my calling ain't here. My calling is somewhere else and I know it. And today is the end of the day. Hey, my friend, welcome back to the Mindship Podcast. This is Daryl Evans. And I was in a conversation the other day with someone about hard decisions. And in this conversation, they were talking about, well, what if it doesn't work? And it reminded me of the day that I'm gonna come back to and tell you this short story. When I walked off the job, the only job I've ever walked off of with no two weeks notice, by the way, I'm not advising that you should do that, but I am going to tell you that when your calling is calling you, you can't be waiting around. So a couple months before this day of August 26, I had made a decision that I was going to enter the mortgage industry as a self-employed individual and start my career in that industry. Prior to that, I'd been a real estate agent. I'd been in the financial services world, and I was in a very bad time during my life. And the reason why I entered the car industry was not because I wanted to be in the car industry. It was because of a life event that many of you know about. If you've gone back to episode one, you'll hear me share a little bit about it. And if you're in the community, you know exactly what I'm referring to. For those that are not familiar, I'll share with you very briefly. Between the years of 1998 and 2000, I was in a very difficult transition. I woke up to the reality that through a series of life events and decisions, bad decisions I'd made, poor decisions I'd made, I'd woke up one day realizing that I was going to end up having to figure out how to be a father to my two boys at the time from a distance of, at that time, 1,300 plus miles away. Now, that life decision is sort of the birthing point of mind shift. That was the point when I realized that these were going to be the facts going forward. It wasn't that she was wrong for moving away to be close to her family. It wasn't that I pushed her, so to speak. It was just the moment of decision at that moment. That was going to be the situation at that time. 
During that time, I left the financial services career. I was on a very good pace. I was very successful, but I was in transition and I needed some time to think and reflect. And so what had happened was I'd moved away from my city, Las Vegas, and then moved back. And I'd taken this uh, short stint on this car lot, just as I was sort of getting my feet together, sort of doing the solopreneur thing, which is starting to do the planning phase. And it led up to me having some success. You know, I've been successful at quite a few things, but obviously I was going to have success in the car business because I'd been good at this thing for a long time. Uh, selling is natural to me. It's not a big deal. And so before you knew it, though, I had a couple good months at the car business, but I was supposed to be leaving to go in the mortgage business. Well, what I found that Saturday morning was a level of disgust that just I couldn't tolerate anymore. And there was a level of questioning that said, what am I doing here? Listening to this sort of the way that they talk down to you and the way that they undermine you and the way that they treat you for lack of a better phrase. Now, this is then I can't speak to the industry now. I'm not a part of it. Haven't been a part of it for 23 years now. But at the end of the day, I was like, I can't imagine staying here another day. So I walked off. I walked into the uh, <laughs> manager's office and I said, hey, man, I'm out of here. And the reason I did that was because I was willing at that moment to draw a line in the sand. I was willing to say enough is enough. I was willing to say to myself, what if it doesn't work? Well, if it doesn't work, this isn't the end of the road. But what I knew in my heart, what I knew in my soul, what had been speaking to me for a while was that I needed to start betting on myself and go all in. And I know some of you listening to this right now are questioning whether this entrepreneurship journey is for you. You're questioning whether or not you should leave the comfort of that paycheck. You're questioning if your back is against the wall, you can actually pull it off. You're questioning whether you will keep commitments to yourself, which is one of the hardest things to do as an entrepreneur. What I'm here to encourage you about today is that you need to start asking better questions. What if it does work? What if there are resources to help you along the way? What if there is a community that can help support you when you're having bad days? What if there's a coach, a guide, a mentor who has been down that path, who can literally help you avoid all the pitfalls that maybe they've avoided and that you would run into were you not associated with that guide, that mentor, that community? And you start asking better questions. The big thing, though, that I want you to think about today, and again, I'm not saying you should just walk off your job today if you're, <laughs> if you're employed, but I am saying if there's a purpose that's pulling you, if there's a passion that is pervaded in your mind that you can't let it go, it's time to really consider taking that next step. There are tons of resources, tons of help, tons of support communities to get you where you want to go. What if it doesn't work is a viable question, but what if it does? You know, whenever I've been in a situation and I ask myself, what if it doesn't work? I really sit in that question and I say, hmm, what if it doesn't work? And I look at all of the possible adverse circumstances and then I just say to myself, can I tolerate that? And the answer almost always is yes. The answer is almost always yes. It's okay to be afraid. It's okay to be nervous. It's okay to not exactly know what plan is or the path is. That's what a coach is for. That's what a mentor is for. That's what a community is for. That's what an advisor is for. That's what training courses are for. It's okay to not know all the steps. But what I want to encourage you today is that sometimes you got to take a bold move. I walked off that lot that day. And let me tell you how the story ended with Felix. Felix said to me, 
Daryl, you don't know how this industry works because I've only been in it for a short period of time. He's like, you don't know how this industry works. And I know he meant this in the right way. He goes, this industry is dirty. This industry is corrupt. I've been in this a long time is what he says to me. He goes, if you leave today, you're not going to get your washout commissions. Washout commissions are commissions that are paid once a month on all the cars that you sold throughout the month. So you get your couple of week paycheck and then they pay out all the big commissions one time in the month. He goes, you don't understand. They'll keep your money. I said, Felix, I haven't done anything wrong to these people for them to keep my money. And I said, so when I show back up on September 6th, which if my memory is correct, that was the day to get paid on the washout. He was like, they're gonna keep your money. I said, man, if I show up here and don't have that money, I said, I won't tell you what I said to him because that's not really, <laughs> not right for the podcast. But anyway, my friend, listen, I don't want to keep you here long. What if it doesn't work? It's a viable question, but I'll leave you with this. What if it does? <laughs>